0: Welcome back to Your Political Playlist. I'm your host, Emily Tish Sussman. Every week I'm so excited to come on here and speak with all these remarkable women, but this week we're switching it up. Instead, we have a remarkable woman here who's going to guest host. My dear friend Michelle Jawando is taking the reins and is going to take us through for a special Juneteenth episode. Michelle was also the first person who ever let me co-host her podcast with her. Before I give away too much, I'm gonna hand over the mic to Michelle. Take it away, Michelle.
1: Hello. How How are are you, Hi, thank you so much for joining your political
2: playlist. Of course, (laughs) happy to be on.
1: Yes. And I mean, the day to be on, you just happen to come on the day President Biden and Vice President Harris sign Juneteenth, we're a federal holiday. Like, this
2: is a big Mm -hmm. day. (laughs) It is. It is, for sure. So,
1: So... as you are some of our regular listeners and those who are joining your political playlist, we talk all things politics Mm -hmm. and we bring in diverse, beautiful voices, mostly women, to really talk about how we're experiencing this political moment. So Mm -hmm. Juneteenth just got signed. It's a federal holiday. How are you experiencing this moment?
2: It's really exciting. I think For me, the first thing that comes to mind is what else are we doing? (laughs) I'm really excited for this moment of recognition and this moment of acknowledging how big of a deal Juneteenth is because for so long it was siloed um, into something that we were able to communally celebrate but wasn't reflected by the world around us. But also it, it makes me, I'm really hoping it is indicative of larger changes and commitments being made. Uh, mm-hmm. to the black community at large
1: yeah yeah I mean so many of the things that I've read today is like well what about reparations what about voting rights <laughs> right. what about you know just what like James basically
2: represents
1: right like just don't kill us like just mm-hmm. a <laughs> very basic question so absolutely I, I think you're so right I think that there is a power and symbolism for today and I mean Most you for us are a symbol of like (laughs) black joy. You exude it in everything you do. How are you, how do you think you feel about sharing with us how you're finding moments of joy in the midst Mm -hmm. of sometimes what feels like hypocrisy, what feels like, you know, it's just difficult. How are you finding those moments?
2: Um, Well, I think for me, family has been key in in helping me find those moments and I think what's been interesting about maybe this past year in particular has been this moment of figuring out what my boundaries for myself are. I I know uh, something that we talk about often in our family is that especially being uh, a brown and black person a lot of these public spaces aren't necessarily welcoming whether it be the community that greets you there or whether it even be the idea that for so long we didn't know what video was going to pop up on our page. And that, and that was, um, uh, traumatizing. And so I think being in this moment of having always been very, uh, public about how I'm feeling about certain events. It was really important for me to shift to also sharing my joy. Cause I felt like mm. I, I got into a cycle of being very serious and I didn't realize mm-hmm. the way I was carrying that with me and felt guilt around even being happy. It felt like, Oh, well, I'm not mm. deserving of being happy when these things are happening. Um, and something that my mother has said that has been really helpful. and I try to attempt to embody it is the idea that, um, You can't serve others if you're not serving yourself. And so I'm hoping and that has been helpful because it's allowed me to pour into myself a little more than I usually would.
1: Good for you. And mama's wisdom is always right. I mm-hmm. I like to at least pretend that it is now that I have four kids and my husband and I are mm-hmm. trying. It definitely You're like, is right. <laughs> I'm like, please listen to just one thing that I say. And that'll <laughs> me. Um, so you famously had a voter registration drive at your 18th birthday. I did. Um, <laughs> yes, which I love. I happen to have voter registration cards at our wedding. Like each table was like a different. Political that. monument. Why voting for you? I mean, why are you like, what is the characteristic that moves you and animates your activism in that space?
2: Voting for me really came from a place of being indecisive, quite honestly, of <laughs> knowing that there was so much that I cared about and I was okay. trying to figure out. One, how do I focus on something where my voice will have an impact? Because at a certain point, do I dilute my presence by being like, you hear Yara speak about this and that, and now she's talking about this Mm. the next day. And voting represented the intersection of just where my passions lied and policy change. And so Mm. it was really like a beautiful excuse to get a ton of incredible folks in a room who cared about different things to be in conversation together because- in In voting and in ballots, it was where all of our interests collided um, yeah. and i 'm just really happy I was able to do that work because I feel like young people in particular um, are the opposite of apathetic to what 's happening right. in the world. They have an opinion, and it 's really a matter of kind of the dissonance that occurs between having a an opinion that you've developed based on your understanding of the world and figuring out how that's reflected in the political process. Mm-hmm. And I, I think also being able to be a part of a really full conversation. I think something that we were acknowledging last year that I really appreciated was this idea that voting is not the end-all be-all tool. Right. But it's it is, the first it step, is,
1: not the last.
2: Precisely. And I'm really happy to have witnessed even a narrative shift because I noticed so many people um, feel as though they rather not vote because what was it going to change and mm-hmm. a lot of it was in reaction to being told every which way that voting was the most impactful thing you could do right, versus right. being like mm, bang, the mutual aid you do is so impactful the way that's you- right look out for your neighbor, the way you are looking Mm -hmm. out for your community and voting is something that should aid in that process. Mm -hmm.
1: Would you ever run for office? (laughs) Because, you know, you have tons of people joining your political playlist right now who would sign up tomorrow, including me.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um... I've always described my future as hopefully being politics adjacent. Uh, oh, I love
1: okay. <laughs> I hope you were making an announcement today. You know, that was my I,
2: secret today. I, I, <laughs> I wish I could give you that, but um, I'm really looking at like think tank work, things where I'm grateful mm-hmm. to be surrounded by people that really prove that you don't have to be quote unquote in politics to make a difference in that space. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly trying to figure out like, what are those spaces I can occupy?
1: Right. All right, you guys heard it here that wasn't exactly a no. So That was a hold that space. Oh, I But that. I do, but I do appreciate that you've been so candid um particularly even in this conversation about being at a really low place like mm-hmm. I, you know, I think sometimes the heaviness of our existence um I often think about blackness as resistance I think about joy mm-hmm. as resistance mm-hmm. but I also recognize that when you're a giver and when you're a mother and you're an activist you are giving and sometimes you're giving all of yourself so what are some of the things that you're doing now to take care of yourself your self-care what what are right. the things that you're doing right now um, to protect you
2: Well, I'll still take suggestions for sure. But I think Mm -hmm. part of it was um, protecting where I felt like I needed to use my voice. I I think there's this double-edged sword of social media of Mm -hmm. not posting and being silent, posting and being performative versus Mm. it just being viewed as an authentic extension of self and opinions. And so I think part of it was that I had to realize like I'm not the news. I'm here to amplify the causes and the movements that I care deeply about and I want to be as impactful as possible in those spaces. Okay. Funny story there you just go. now. I have a limit on my Instagram to try and limit how much I'm on. Ah, oh, look at you, man. <laughs> no. They're like, you're it's doing too much
1: there. death scrolling. <laughs> I'm glad I'm back. I'm back. But- Tell them, no, you're just talking to your friend Michelle. It's good. It's okay. I
2: was like, give me an hour. Um, but, oh, what I was saying was basically that, um, especially last year, there was this moment of just trying to process the Black Death that was going on. And then also being like, but did you hear about the forest fire? And mm. if you don't talk about the this thing, then you mm-hmm. obviously don't care deeply about this. Oh, have you heard about this thing that's also mm-hmm. happening? And I, I found that trying to figure out how to be a voice or develop an opinion on something, one, wasn't giving myself the space to even process how I felt. But that's also, right. two, was undercutting just the natural things we're doing all the time behind the scenes to be of service. Mm-hmm. And so I think by taking that burden off of me and this expectation off of me of being like... I, I'm not a news source. I don't aim to be one, but I aim to be able to walk in with a well-thought-out opinion and understanding of what's happening and hopefully a suggestion, maybe a suggestion. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that was really helpful.
1: Or just be um, a good human. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 Uh, so that was that was really helpful um, because I think it also meant that I got to approach this public world with just a little more agency. Um, mm-hmm. And then other things... <laughs> Really, I take it takes constant reminding. So I'm glad I have <laughs> right. uh, my mama because she reminds me to to take care of myself. But it's even as simple as getting enough protein because I know mm. I do not and I think most of us don't
1: so I I don't know your mom at all but I've read your mom's (laughs) words and she stays with a like a good nugget I was like oh I'm gonna try that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I just one I appreciate how much you invoke her and how you bring her into spaces with you and I have three girls and one little boy and I'm hoping okay this is this is a good relationship so Mm-hmm. I just want to give, sh- I know I'm talking to Yara, but I got to give props to your mom today too. <laughs> yes, talk
2: to mommy love.
1: There you go. Um, so I know we're running out of time and I, uh, I'm so thankful that you've been so gracious with your time. Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, um, the most diverse CBC that we've had in ages. We have Juneteenth as a federal holiday. There is a lot to celebrate. Mm-hmm. How are you celebrating this weekend? I mean, I know that there's a lot of work to do and like uh-huh. I I I'm, I'm reading what everybody is saying, but I also just want to take a moment to just mm-hmm. like find my black joy, to find mm-hmm. this moment where I recognize um It was 12 generations of Black people who never saw freedom. Mm -hmm. And I am the result of that work. I am their legacy. And like now we're here. And so I'm going to look. There's more work to do, and tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do that work. But today, I'm going to celebrate. So how Mm -hmm. are you going to celebrate this weekend?
2: Uh, Well, I know a lot of good food is always in store. I'm grateful (laughs) because I've been able to see family, some of our extended family for the first time and what feels like and is probably a year and a half and so just being able to lean into community right now is yeah. really wonderful and thinking about the timing of it all of now being in a space where I'm grateful for my my family and friends being healthy and that we can convene safely in certain situations um yeah. it's been really wonderful timing to be able to to gather together with the people that kind of push us through all of these crazy moments
1: that's right, and no mask. Like I can see, fa- I know what people's teeth look like again.
2: Okay, I have a question. <laughs> have you ever been able to guess what people's faces are like? Because everyone I've met during the pandemic masked, I've not once successfully <laughs> guessed what they look like.
1: Not what I recognize is that if you really can't see below the cheekbones, you do not know what people look like. No, at, like at all. So <laughs> yeah, this is me time and time again. This is year. like a whole new world. I'm like, oh, and people are so much either taller or shorter than I've ever imagined when i meet them in public i'm like wow like you're really sure <laughs> so anyway i know people
2: I say know. that about me too
1: <laughs> oh man okay i'm sorry Yara, it's a soft spot but anyway thank you so much for coming on today thanks for joining us on your political playlist i'm michelle jawando mm-hmm. you are the amazing yara I mean, I can't say the one place to catch you because you're either like designing with Adidas, you're on blackish, you're on grownish, which I love, by the way. Thank I mean, I, so there's not one place to find you, but I just thank you for doing the work that you're doing and to be the light that you are. Um, I'll leave you with this one of my. Um, feminist sheroes. Dr. Kata Geneva Cannon says, you must do the work your soul calls out to do. And it's clear that you've been doing that work and you give it all back to us. So just know that we love you and we're there
2: for you Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Well, I I will continue to listen. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate this conversation.
0: Yay. All right. Thanks, sis. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Political Playlist. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Your Political Playlist, where you can see video of my interviews and join us live to ask questions during future ones. For more from Michelle, you can follow her on Instagram at Michelle W. Juwondo. Join us every week for smart but bite-sized conversations with women at the seat of power and activism. Subscribe, and if you like us, leave us a rating and comment to let others know. Talk to you next time.